Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Good morning and welcome to Score Values on 670 The Score. I'm your host, Alex Kuhn. Happy Marathon Sunday, Chicago. We will have coverage of the 45th running of the Chicago Marathon coming your way at the top of the hour right here on The Score. In the meantime, the guy calling the action, Josh Liss, will be stopping by to join me to discuss the event and all of the amazing aspects of it, not the least of which is the amount of money that is raised every year for incredible nonprofit organizations in our city and around the country. In fact, following Josh, one of those runners participating in the event for charity as part of Team Pause will be joining us to discuss her journey to the 2023 marathon. Finally, we tell you about a chance for you to enjoy a wine tasting event in John Quinn Park today that will benefit the upkeep of the park and other neighborhood initiatives. We're joined now by Josh List, the sports director at WBBM News Radio and the play-by-play voice of the 45th running of the Chicago Marathon, which you can hear right here on 670 The Score. Josh, happy race morning. How you doing? Hanging in there. Excited to join you. Uh, this is going to be a great day. I'm, I appreciate the invitation. Uh, longtime listener of this show and uh, glad it keeps keeps going with you as the host. Yeah, well, I'm, we're, we're glad that you're, you're back. This is the year. Did I hear this right? Year 26? This is year 17 in a row on the score, but for me personally, for yeah, I'll be covering my 26th marathon. That it is... goes back a couple other radio stations, BBM, and uh, the previous 670, the score signal holder, uh, the old WMAQ all news. So uh, good times at the Chicago Marathon over the years. Uh, continue today. Okay, so you're, you're a marathon veteran. You, you wake up on, on Sunday morning, and what are you most excited about? Oh, that's a great question. I think uh, moving into Marathon Weekend, we're looking forward to spending the night at the official race hotel at the Chicago Hilton and then taking that walk across the street to the broadcast booth at our position, the scores position on Columbus Drive near the finish line. It's still dark outside. People are assembling. The thoughts going through my head are a little bit like an athlete. What's getting me excited? What's going to get, what's going to create the thrill for the audience? 
the, the the idea that there might be world records set today, that the idea that the weather might be perfect conditions to jog in, the, the idea that these people, these participants have put in months of hard work training, uh, sacrificing time away from their loved ones, fundraising for their loved ones who are suffering in hospital beds and have died. So many uh, motivational uh, way, you know, ropes to tug on that bring me into that race day uh, sort of state of mind. See, and that's such a great point because you have, you have four hours to encapsulate the Chicago Marathon, which seems like an impossible task. Four hours seems like a lot of time, but with all of the stories... I'm thinking about, because like you said, you have people that are trying to break world records. You have people that are in it for motivational reasons, running for lost parents. You have spectators out there that are just out there to enjoy the excitement and the thrill. You have people coming from all over the country and the world. So many different stories. How do you balance all of those things when trying to convey this 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 world class event. Absolutely. There's one thing that I always regret. There are three men who've run and will run in every single Chicago marathon. I know three guys. And I always hate if I don't mention that nugget on the air and get at least one of their names on it. <laughs> you know, there's so many notes you bring to a broadcast, whether it's a marathon or any other event. Uh, some of that stuff's going to end up on the cutting room floor. You want to be over-prepared. That's just broadcasting sort of ha- habits 101. So I know I can't get it all on, but that's one nugget that I always want to share is that three men, including Antioch's Randy Burt. I hope you had your pepperoni pizza last night before the race, Randy, uh, you're going to get it done today, along with two others have finished this race every single time. So the storylines seem to come together on a couple of different levels. I think of it as a competitive athletic event, a world-class race, one of six world marathon major races, Abbott World Marathon Majors races, Uh, the other Chicago, uh, London, Tokyo, Berlin, Boston, New York. Chicago's one of them. So there's a high-level race within the race there. Uh, The best American finishers, you're looking ahead to Olympic qualifying next year. So there's true sports stuff happening. But then you've got the parade that's happening. You mentioned the million fans along the course. We've got 670 the scores and b96 is gabe ramirez let's Let's go go. turn up the bass for gabe he's going to be on our broadcast uh espo mike esposito longtime score guy we'll have him out on the course along with a team of uh, former olympians and or of course once you're an olympian you're always an olympian she's not a former olympian jenny spangler and others that are going to give us comprehensive coverage of what's happening around the course the fans are going to be celebrating where are they the loudest what uh is one neighborhood doing uh, to put its costumes on and dancing in bands to outdo the next. So you're going to get parade coverage, and then you're going to get the sporting event, the world-class elite sporting event within our parade coverage. Josh List, the play-by-play voice of the Chicago Marathon, right here on 670. The score, you can hear it at the top of the hour, 7 to 11 a.m. right here on the score. Now, you're a runner yourself. You I give it a shot once in a you, while. You give it a shot. Which <laughs> My is, knees tell me that uh, I might be on the sun uh, sunset side of well, uh, being a runner well, at age I, fifty. Hey, at least you give it a shot. I. Uh, I I, I try to cheer the runners on as much as possible. That's my, my contribution and, and some it. great causes out there to give money to uh, that, that people are running for. But you ran this event. How much perspective did that give you now, now uh, all these years later as you've, you, you continue to 
announce this event. Absolutely. The uh, charity component of any marathon is enormous. Right. When the Bank of America Chicago Marathon opens its registration up for over 45,000, and this year I think over 47,000 will set a record for entries, there are hundreds, over 100,000 people enter, so they have a lottery to get in. If you've met certain time requirements and past entry requirements, you'll get in. The other route to get into major marathons is through fundraising. It's through charity programs like in Chicago where they have 190 official charity teams. They've raised $27.6 million just last year alone. Think about that. Almost 200 charity teams brought in almost $28 million last year alone. And since 2002, when the Bank of America Chicago Marathon's official charity program began, that's since 2002, we're talking two decades, they brought in $291 million. That's going to go over $300 million. That's all going to charities like Ronald McDonald's House. Uh, you've got War Team World Vision. You've got the American Cancer Society. Those are charity running groups that have 400 or more, maybe over over 1,000 individuals on the streets in Chicago who spent the previous few months soliciting friends, business uh, partners for, hey, I'm running this race. I'm doing it in the spirit of so-and-so for charity. How about how about a few bucks? And, and they've done the hard work, not just training on the streets to run, but by fundraising. So 190 teams, they're going to reach $300 million in fundraising over the last 20-plus years. Good on them. I can't remember how much money I raised. It might have been only a few pennies compared to those millions back when I ran uh, 10 years ago. But uh, it certainly adds another layer of satisfaction to this kind of event and participating in it. I was going to say, like, as as somebody who we've, we've talked to a lot of of nonprofit organizations, CEOs and, and uh, executive directors, and all of them who have teams for this event say it filled up so fast. People just cannot wait to run this event, to train for this event, and to help raise money for these incredible organizations. And to me, especially hearing some of the missions from, from these organizations, some that you just mentioned, and, and hundreds more, this is this is the most satisfying thing to to hear. You said over three hundred million dollars. Yeah, this now. year, uh, the twenty year total of the charity program at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon is going to reach a total of, over the, more of those twenty years of nearly three hundred million dollars, or will go over. So, all right, so spectacular numbers, just right? A, just an incredible number. I think these folks who you know they have charity running programs at these different businesses that you're right. alluding to. You know, some of them they're going to get that prideful. Uh, limping walk back into the office on oh, Monday yeah. morning. <laughs> hey, Jim ran the marathon. Susan ran the marathon. How'd it go? And they're going to love it. They're going to soak into it, soak it up. Or maybe their business will be uh, charitable enough, pun intended, and give them Monday off. <laughs> well, do you have any advice to those running? Absolutely. Uh, you want to start slow. Uh, you can't really, at this point, you're listening to me, you're, you're probably already getting to the race, you're waiting for our live coverage, you're going to take us along on the race. Take it slow. There, you've already trained, you're, you want to stay alive and in your body and energized. 
till about the 20 mile mark. So you don't hit that wall at that mark. You want to start, if you can, running negative splits on the back half of the race, shortening your times per mile. Go slow on the first half, start to go a little bit quicker per mile on the second half. You want to finish. If this is your first one, your goal is probably to finish the race. You probably don't have a time goal in mind. If you've done this before, good luck reaching your times because a lot of those times that people are going for are going to qualify them for different age group championships or victories or maybe even uh, to get into the Boston Marathon, the prestigious Boston Marathon next year. I was just going to ask you one more before we let you go. What are you looking for as far as this race some of the, the the top contenders i know there's a lot of implications as far as the olympics go as well yeah all four defending champs are back and according to my notes the great benson kipruto kelvin kiptoom who's a 23 year old speedster a couple of kenyans the defending champ kipruto are really the stars of the show kipruto and kiptoom of Kenya on the men's side. You've got the two-time defending women's champion, Ruth chepin who finished last year 14 seconds short of a world record, which was set uh, in Chicago in 2019, since been broken by a few minutes. So the women's world record was smashed in Berlin recently, and Chicago has Ruth chepin who may be able to chase that mark, along with those two Kenyan men. And on the men's side, the silver bullet, the Swiss chair racer, Marcel Hoog, finally took the title away from Champagne's uh, Dan Romanchuk, who was the three-time defending champ. Romanchuk's still the younger guy, just age 25. Hoog is 37. Those two are going to go head-to-head in the men's race and then on the women's side yes Susanna Scaroni out of that famed University of Illinois chair program Scaroni who's 32 is going to try to knock off Manuela Schar of Switzerland one of the all-time greats and defender title but then there's Tatiana McFadden who's in the women's wheelchair race the most decorated champion in Chicago Marathon history with nine titles, and she's still competing and in the running for a women's chair race. So four great races on tap. No matter what happens, my time's going to be four hours here on the score today, 7 to 11. 7 to 11 a.m. You can hear this guy right here, Josh List, the play-by-play voice of the Chicago Marathon right here on 670 The Score. We'll hear from you here in about 45 minutes. Thanks, Thanks, Josh. Yeah, and thanks ahead of time to the great team behind the scenes at The Score uh, that makes it all possible. Thank you once again to Josh for stopping by before he takes over the 670 The Score airwaves at the top of the hour, 7 o'clock to be exact, and he'll be with you until 11 a.m. with wall-to-wall coverage of the 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon. One of tens of thousands of runners taking part in the event is Robin Larson, who is running for Team Pause Chicago. Pause Chicago is an organization whose mission is to find homeless pets homes and put an end to killing of homeless pets around the city. Robin Larson joins us. She's part of Team Pause. Robin, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. And, and I have to ask, as we inch closer and closer within an hour away from the marathon, how are you feeling? I feel great. I I had a really great training cycle. I'm um, I, it's great weather. I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get out there. I was going to ask for those who have, have never trained for a marathon, just give us a little bit of an insight, a peek behind the curtain of what it's like. Yeah. So typically it's about 18 weeks. So, um, for fall marathons, there's a phrase, summer miles equal false miles. Uh, so I started, Um, like the first weekend of June with my first long run. And you start off your long runs are, you know, 
on the shorter side when you think about a marathon, like, you know, six, seven miles, and then you're peaking uh, in, like, mid-September. Some people go all the way up to 20 or 22. Uh, I myself tried a little bit of a different technique this year, peaking at about three hours, which is about 16 miles. And uh, we'll see how that pays off. I was going to ask you, uh, you, you sound like you have a little bit of a background in, in running. What is your background and have you participated in a marathon or the Chicago marathon before? Um, both. So I, this is actually my, it's my um, fourth official time running Chicago. Um, I did run a marathon that was put on by our local running groups in 2020. Um, so I have run a marathon in Chicago um, four times before. And then I also ran the New York City Marathon last year. And all of my marathons have been run with Team Paws Chicago. Yeah, I was, I was just going to ask you. It's, it's amazing as uh, Robin Larson joins us now, four-time participant uh, in, in a marathon. That's certainly for a lot of people, it's like a, a bucket list item. You run it once and then you're done for you. You come and keep coming back. What, what, what is your inspiration to kind of keep coming back and training for something that is as grueling as running a marathon? Um, I think it's really two things. I was definitely one of those one and done people. And then like two or three days later, I was like, I want to do that again. (laughs) And now it's, now it's just become an annual thing. Um, But honestly, being part of a charity team, especially like team class Chicago, I have met so many great friends, so many running buddies. I also volunteer at Paw Chicago, so it, it makes it even a little more special. I get to see all the money that we raise in action, and I get to actually meet the animals that we save. Um, and that's that's really my biggest motivation, as I know that that all the money I save goes directly to animals in Chicago that deserve homes. Definitely. We we chatted uh, a, a couple of weeks ago with a representative from, from uh, uh, Paws Chicago and all the work that, that they do in their no-kill mission. Uh, talk a little bit about being a part of Team Paws. What what type of uh, of training do they, do, do they help out with training and also your involvement in the organization? Yeah, so we do have training partners. So we partner with both um, of the major running organizations in Chicago, uh, CARA, Chicago Area Runners Association, and Chicago Endurance Sports. And then we also have two private coaches that we've been partnering with. So we have lots of options for people who want to train with a group or on their own or anything in between. We also uh, have mentors, volunteer mentors on the team, which I am currently one of those. We call them shepherds. Um, and we're here to provide help with fundraising, advice, emotional support. Um, we have lots of people who are running their first marathon. We have people who have run a hundred marathons. We have people who are Boston qualifiers. We have people who are six, seven hours, you know, the party in the back of the pack. We have, there's a spot for everybody on this team. Yeah. I I was going to ask you, whenever we, we chat with, uh, uh, with with people who who have teams for the marathon it i it just never ceases to amaze me how quickly the spots fill up what is it like to see the amount of enthusiasm around this event and especially through team pause that you, you guys roster filled up so fast it really did so we've got you know we we can take people even before the lottery. So if they don't want to try their luck with the Chicago lottery and they just want to 
they want to commit to fundraising for charity. Um, we will also have spots available after the lottery. Um, and we have spots available right now before the 2023 marathon even runs. You can sign up for 2024. We will also take people who have acquired their own entries into the marathon, either through doing this year's distance series or time qualifiers or what have you. Um, and they can commit to fundraising as well. And then they get all our perks, uh, like the race day experience. And our um, we just had our, our pasta party last night, which is our team pasta dinner. Um, so you can, get all, you can get all the perks, even if you don't need us for an entry. That is awesome. Robin Larson joining us. She's running the marathon for Team Pause. And so you mentioned that you've done this before. If there's somebody out there listening who's heading to the event for the first time, running the event for the first time, any any particular advice you'd give them? Uh, my first thing is I would say just do it. There really is nothing in the world quite like finishing a marathon. Um, a statistic they like to throw out is only 1% of people have ever run a marathon. And if you if you want to do one, do one with a team that's that's going to support you all the way. And, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I think Team Paw Chicago is that team. Well, if, if those folks are out there, I know there's a lot of people, including myself, that are out there to support the runners. Not a runner myself, but really enjoy supporting you guys. And also uh, the fact that you guys raise a lot of money for great organizations like pause Chicago is there a way that we we can still donate to the cause in these last few minutes as as we approach race time yes absolutely so if you have a particular runner in mind all of our fundraising pages are active until the end of the year um you can also donate directly to pause Chicago um or uh if you've got a runner you want to support next year you can donate to their page as well for next year Robin Larson, best of luck in the marathon. Uh, congratulations on a great uh, training, and, and, and thank you for joining me this morning. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great stuff there from Robin. Thank you once again to her for joining me this morning. Best of luck to her in the 45th running of the Chicago Marathon. If you would like to learn more about Pause Chicago, the team that Robin is representing in the marathon, you can visit their website at pausechicago.org. Lincoln Park Wine Fest has been taking place this weekend in Jonquil Park, and you have one more day to enjoy the fest. We now welcome Cortland Hickey, the president of the Jonquil Park Advisory Council. He's joining us now on Score Values. Cortland, returning to the show for his second time. How are you doing today, Cortland? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me back. Well, yeah, I was going to say last time you were on with us, it was the Taste of Lincoln Avenue. How did everything go? Taste of Lincoln Avenue was awesome. It was such a beautiful weekend. So many people came out. It was it was really beautiful. Um, you know, I do I do a couple of different festivals here in Lincoln Park for the community, and Taste of Lincoln is one of them, and then the other one is the Lincoln Park Wine Fest in Jonquil Park. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the Lincoln Park Wine Fest in Jonquil Park is coming up, or uh, is has been taking place this weekend and there is one last day for people to get out there. And that is today. What can folks expect uh, at John Quill park today? Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, you know, we have uh, some really great wine, uh, lots of different uh, varieties, things that people have never seen before, especially here in the Midwest. Um, our, our wine, uh, our wine purveyors, uh, you know, 
work on this all year long to find the best wines for people to sample at the wine festival. Um, Jungle Park is a beautiful park right in the middle of Lincoln Park, you know, at the corner of uh, Sheffield and Wrightwood and Lincoln. We have beautiful statues there, um, and we have a, a really awesome VIP area that we have set up in the tennis courts. So there's a lot to come and see and do. Uh, I believe there's two sessions today. Yeah, let, we'll get into the sessions in just a, a bit, but I want to get into some of uh, where the proceeds go. The Wrightwoods, uh, the Wrightwood Neighbors Association, uh, is, is hosting the event as they did with the Lincoln, uh, the, the the Taste of Lincoln Avenue. And I remember last time when you were on with us, you were talking about some of the projects that that uh, the the proceeds go to, including some educational projects, but. Talk about as as somebody who is obviously very involved in in John Quill Park, uh, some of the money going to taking care of the park itself. That's correct. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So this event, uh, while it's both Wrightwood Neighbors and the John Quill Park Advisory Council, the the proceeds from this event specifically are used to uh, improve and maintain John Quill Park. Um, and specifically, we we get programming called Movies in the Park every year. We use the proceeds to. Uh, you know, we're, we're planning to do some planters as well as uh, upkeep and maintenance on our, our playground area. And then we're also working on a really big uh, grand uh, capital uh, park renovation uh, in conjunction with the state of Illinois uh, to redo our field. Uh, that's a, a kind of a multi-year process, but fundraisers like this really do have a big impact and uh, really do help the community and uh, people get to have a fun time doing it too. Yeah, I was going to say, what, where can people keep up to date with all of the the festivities that go on in your neighborhood, especially in the park? Uh, well, we if they join the email list, um, anything related to the park, you can just check out johncoolpark.org. All of our events are there and information about the park. We do a lot of other family events, uh, you know, Easter egg hunt and a uh, holiday train that rides around the neighborhood. Um, so a lot of, a lot of great stuff with that, um, as well as uh, the Craft Beer Festival, and then also in conjunction with the Taste of Lincoln Avenue. All right, let's get back to the Lincoln Park Wine Fest that wraps up today. What is some of the entertainment that folks can expect? Oh, well, you know, it's light fair, uh, you know, to go along with your wine sipping. So usually uh, DJs, uh, we have we have a small stage. So uh, there's a lot to see and do. There's a, a variety of vendors uh, as well as uh, some food options as well. But the whole point of this event is you come here, you, uh, you know, di- do a wine tasting, you check things out, uh, and then maybe hit up a local restaurant or two. There's theaters, there's uh, concert venues. There's so much here in Lincoln Park to offer, especially right there uh, along Lincoln Avenue that there's there's so many other things to do, you know, after you're done with your tasting or before. Yeah. Are, any particular favorites of, of yours or, or things that you recommend for people coming outside of the neighborhood who are maybe going to be enjoying some wine and, and as you said, touring the neighborhood and, and, and visiting some of the local businesses? Yeah. So right there by the park, actually, we have a couple of really great places. There's a new restaurant called Parlay that just opened. There's also a, a, a nice uh, sort of a beer spot called Poor Decisions. There's a, a really great um, broken broken English taco right across the street. Excellent Mexican restaurant. Uh, you've got Lincoln Hall. You've got uh, the Apollo Theater. There's a, there's a lot to see. There's a lot to do. Um, and then you're only you're you're walking distance from the lake. Really, you could walk down the lake as well. Cortland Hickey is joining us now on Score Values this morning. Cortland, when you look at uh, some of the wines that, that, that are available to people today and, and uh, uh, what are remind folks once again, what they are getting with their price of admission and what the different packages are that people can enjoy 
uh, at, at the wine tasting? Right. So, you know, uh, basic admission uh, gives you, uh, you know, just a, a tickets, tasting tickets that you use to, to check out all of the, the, the nice wines. And then you can also get the VIP package, which are the, the higher, more upgraded wines. There's just a lot of stuff from a lot of different places. You got, obviously got red, white, you've got uh, some bubbly wines, you've got uh, just a, a wide variety, lots of different things. Uh, again, we, this is a place where people like to premiere their wines or, or get it, break into a new market that they haven't previously distributed into. So it's a really, uh, it's an event for trying new things. I think I asked you this last time, but any advice for for those traveling to the the fest as far as uh, um, getting there, uh, as far as whether or not to bring the kids, that type of thing. Well, you know, obviously it's a wine tasting, so I mean, you can bring your kids. Uh, you can bring your dog, by the way, too, if you, okay, you have a dog and you're living in the neighborhood. Uh, there is a playground, although you know, obviously, you you don't want to leave your children unsupervised. So if they're maybe a little older, they can play in the playground while you do some wine tasting. Um, you know, as far as transportation goes, obviously we're trying to get you know folks from the neighborhood or via public transportation. There is uh, you know pretty widely available parking uh, right down the street at the uh, the um, <clears throat> there's a parking lot right there on Lincoln and Fullerton that is is pay, but there's often street parking as well. But public transportation or Uber is really the way to go. Cortland Hickey, thanks again for joining us one more time, where where people can get information on the Lincoln. Park Wine Fest and 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 uh, uh, how they can join you this this morning this afternoon. Right. Well, they can purchase tickets on ChicagoEvents.com uh, and then more information about Jonquil Park and the Jonquil Park Advisory Council on JonquilPark.org. Cortland Hickey, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you again for having me. That's going to do it for another edition of Score Values. I want to thank Josh Liss, Robin Larson, and Cortland Hickey for joining me this morning, and of course. The Chicago Marathon coming up today. You can hear coverage of it wall to wall right here on 670 The Score beginning at 7 a.m. going until 11. And Josh will have the call of all the action. He'll be joined by you. You heard him say Gabe Ramirez, Mike Esposito, and plenty of other voices and experts to give you some of the best coverage that you can get on the Chicago Marathon, the 45th running of the event here in 2023. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about on a future edition of our show, or if you'd like to share information about an upcoming charitable event, send us an email at scorevalues670 at gmail.com. That's scorevalues670 at gmail.com. I'm Alex Kuhn, and thanks for listening to this week's edition of Score Values on 670 The Score. is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. 
Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 